Today on Alphabetical, Christmas time is here again. Hello and welcome back to Alphabetical, the podcast where we're covering all of the Beatles studio release recordings alphabetically from 12 to Y. And it's Christmas Eve. Yay. Yay. So we're covering Christmas time is here again. I'm L. Adam. And I'm John. And I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Tony Thaxton. And it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's here again, in London Town. It's here town. again, guys. It's here again. Yeah, so, this is the, the f- kind of furthest we go as far as official releases. Like, yeah. Like, including this as an official release was a little bit <clears throat> not bending the rules because it was, it was the B-side of the uh, Free as a Bird single. Which was, yeah, wait, was that Anthology 1? Uh, yes. a bird? Yes. Uh, yeah, whatever it came, yeah, 95, I think, that was Anthology. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Real Love was Anthology 2, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, um, so it was it was officially released then. Yes. Previously, it was only released as a fan club record. Yeah, that's why I didn't say the album, because I didn't know which was the way to go on that. Yeah, I mean, this is the trickiest. Well, even then, it wasn't really used in, in its entirety, right, I think, in the album? Yeah, it, the, the fan club release, like, it, like, kind of, like, cuts in and out. Like, the song plays, and then they kind of, like, almost do little, like, skits yeah. and, and yeah. all the thank yous right. and stuff. Yeah, I found the complete yeah. version on YouTube. And yeah. then I was reading up, like, in the comments, and people were like, explaining, like, uh, you'd get all access to all these songs through the club, and they're, but they were mostly just, like, them goofing off and having right. fun. Yeah. But someone, like, pieced together, like, had put the complete version up and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I tried, um, you know, I was listening to the, the, the modern, you know, the 90s one, which they kind of trimmed down, and then I went and listened to, like, the full, it's like five and a half minutes or something. Yeah, it's uh, very repetitive. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's it's completely repetitive. There's no... Yeah, there's something they gimmick. just keep saying, oh, what, what is it? It's, uh, oh yeah, Christmas time is here again. They right. just keep saying <laughs> yeah. over and over but and over Also, then Ringo has his line of O-U-T spells out. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Why does that happen? Because if you want to get out of the song, you just turn off the radio. Yeah. I think. Right. Or maybe he was, uh, trying to, he was trying to leave. He's like, oh, you T spells out. Right? I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm out. And you're like, oh, no. That, that's his safe word when he works with the Beatles and things yeah. go on too, uh, too long. This, this was a song I had no idea existed. I was very confused. <laughs> right, because it was like I, I don't remember this Christmas song. I feel like it'd be a staple that you'd know you'd hear. It's the right. Beatles doing a Christmas right. song, and then when it, I was like, "Oh, it's the B side of Free as a Bird," which I only heard as on uh, the anthology. So mm-hmm. I never owned the single for that. Right, I think as a kid, the only thing I really owned the single for was uh, "Show Must Go On" by Queen. Wow, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Queen song. Sure. <laughs> Tender edition. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I became aware that a song a couple of years ago for the first time. A, a friend of mine had has a had a hard drive full of just Beatles rarities, like stuff that's never really been released. I don't. I don't know how he got a lot of this stuff, but he had all of the Christmas albums. So I stole those from him, and uh, so that was my first experience with the song. And uh, have you guys heard the uh, have you guys heard the the Christmas records that they did the uh, other ones? Not really. I know I've, it's mainly just. Well, let's take a minute. You're a you're a Christmas music connoisseur. You're a, you're a Christmas connoisseur in general. <laughs> I, I try to be. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's that's part of why we uh, we we invited you here to this week for for Christmas week. 
You're the you're the host of uh, Feliz Navidad, the all year round Christmas podcast. Indeed, yes, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for for having me. Yeah, yeah. we uh, you know when we knew we were talking about uh, Christmas songs, we knew the guy to call. And then he was busy, so we called you. Yeah, right. And, yes. he, and he was Jewish. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a weird move on your guys' part. But, you yeah, know, it was strange. I don't know. Next year we'll rethink it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think on an episode like last year when I kind of first started doing the show, I, I played a little snippet of one of the uh, other Christmas albums because yeah, I, there were just like these weird fan club releases that. Uh, yeah, uh, it was mostly just, them just kind of saying like, "Oh, Merry Christmas." Or, yeah, sorry, like thank, yeah. thank you, thank you for buying our records, and yeah. and they're just like goofing up. Like they'll start playing songs, like they'll do just like. Like this, like almost like jokey. Though I think it was what I played before. Like they're doing yesterday, but they're like it's like a, this like swing version of it, and they're all like <laughs> singing and just like goofing. It's basically them just acting like idiots, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're really fun. Like you can tell they hadn't started hating each other yet, and they're just having fun. And <laughs> yeah, they're they're fun to listen to. Yeah, they're not so much albums or anything, yeah, I but think they. Uh... I think the uh, the British like Christmas even more than we do, mm. even though there's an apparently an old war on Christmas in this country. Right. Um, well, that's why they li- they like it more because they're not at war. Yeah, they're not at war, and uh, I think they just genuinely like. I think they were at war until John Lennon declared it over. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. That one Christmas. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, yeah, and apparently yeah. this was the only song ever written just for their fan club. I don't know if you guys knew that. That makes sense. I need to get a hold of these fan club records. Yeah. Tony, you're going to have to help us out. I hope that hard drive was called Baby You Can Hard Drive My Car. (laughs) That's that's what I'd name it. I like my devices to be named in a groan-inducing way. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I'll see you guys later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this was... Well, speaking of other unreleased um, cuts and studio outtakes and stuff like that, this was, at some point, supposed to be on... Uh, this album called Sessions that never got released. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-anthologies, so post-Beatles breakup, pre-anthologies, at some point the label was going to just put together a bunch of uh, studio outtakes, incomplete songs, demo tracks, etc. Kind of like a bridge between past masters and <laughs> yeah, an anthology um, kind of thing? Like crossing yeah, that it territory? Was, it was going to be you know either, te- you know, Takes where the songs were completely basically the stuff that ended up being and and all the tracks that were going to be on it ended up being on the anthologies. So yeah, if you kind of distilled the anthologies into just the stuff that you hadn't really heard, okay, um, they were going to do that. Except all the surviving Beatles were just like, no, I told you before, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and they they blocked it. They raised a stink, and then uh, and then the nineties happened. And then the nineties happened. And then they once they were in on it. Yeah. Then they they did it. They're like, let's do three double albums. Yeah. The the thing you were talking that was like in the eighties, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a good move in the nineties because that was like right before the internet, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So any any, any yeah. longer, and you know, they wouldn't have got there would have been no point. Everybody yeah. would have had them all downloaded already. Yeah. Yeah. So some shrewd business tactics. Yeah. By, I think they looked ahead. They knew the future. Yeah. And they're like, well, everybody's going to be downloading this stuff soon, so let's just release it and get everybody to buy it now. Yep. Yeah. And then they did it again when it came to getting the Beatles stuff on iTunes. They're like, no, we don't want... Oh, okay. 
Let's do it. Um, yeah, I really, uh, I told you I was listening to the two different versions. You know, one was just kind of a rip of the record and it was like five plus minutes. But then listening to the version from the uh, single, from the Free as a Bird single, like, again, you know, I think so much of it benefits from that 90s production. I don't know if it's just the way that my ear is trained, but mm-hmm. like... It just sounds richer and it's much more interesting. Well, plus the fact that it's cut almost in half, like it's a much more interesting song. Like it's much more easy to tolerate when it's it's given kind of a lush. When you only hear Christmas time is here again, like you know, yeah, twenty thirty times yeah, instead of and that that new part they laid in where he's like woke up, fell out of bed, went downstairs and opened my presents. Right. <laughs> kind of saw the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, they took some outtakes, spliced it in. Right. Um, it's too. it's a really like bare bones song too there's like there's i think there's an acoustic guitar on it maybe but it, there's no bass on the song it's mm. just piano it's piano and i think george is playing an acoustic guitar and then there's drums yeah and then i saw that john lennon is credited as singing and playing bass drum huh which i thought was real strange Hmm. I wonder if it's like a like a marching bass drum. Yeah, I'm assuming that had to have been what it was. I picture him just kind of doing laps around the studio in a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bang the drum. <laughs> um, well, John also does, uh, again, this was on one of the versions. It might have been like the B-side of the single or something like that. But it uh, it closes with All Lang Syne being played on a, on like an organ. Yeah. And then John does a, like a nonsense poem. Right. About... Uh, Christmas time and all your bunny clays through. Mm-hmm. Um, is that does that is that from anything or is it just? I think it's just stuff he made up. Him doing he like he would do that kind of thing. Show kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of uh, goon shows, like Lewis Carroll kind of you know that yeah. British nonsense tradition. Mm. Jabberwocky. Yeah. Um, which is neat in its own. You know, I I like that. Uh, I feel like that's a much more honest. Uh, Happy Christmas wish from John than just being like, hey, this is John Lennon. Happy Christmas, everybody. You know? Yeah, no, I, I like I, I like any of the, the stuff that he does. Like, is that, that's comedy. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise it just sounds like you know, and he sounds watch. like the phone is being passed around at Grandma's house. Right, right, right. Like, say, say Merry Christmas. Hey, this is Ringo. Merry Christmas, Grandma. <laughs> Send your best wishes to the couple. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, surprisingly, this uh, this has been covered. Just the the simplicity of the song and the and the kind of you know nonsense of it uh and it's a relative obscurity i mean maybe that leads to maybe that that's why it's been covered you know it's like it's like a deep cut mm-hmm. but it's been covered by uh rem apparently did a cover of it at some point in their yeah. fan club christmas how long is their version <laughs> uh tony have like you heard that one is that i have not i actually <laughs> meant to try and find that because i i that's I when doing a little a little research, I saw that same tidbit, and uh, I meant to look it up, and, and then I forgot. Yeah, I, I I read that they've done it, but I didn't wasn't able to find it either. I I don't know. Hmm. Um, maybe one day when REM comes out with their anthologies, it'll be on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, this might tie into the, the 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 only other note I wrote about this was I would like to hear this on another podcast. Meaning a podcast, on, maybe that just does fan club albums <laughs> that more like gets into them and dissects them, or a year-round Christmas podcast. Yeah, could be Christmas. Mm-hmm. Who would like, do such uh, a thing? Though I don't know, man. You're somewhere Christmas out there. Podcast. There's got to be if a you crazy can have a Christmas album special, Tony, yeah. or a few, you know, and just sort of go over, you know, because there's like other stuff. There's the sketches and skits and right, yeah, vignettes. <laughs> they weren't jaded yet. No. Yeah. Exactly. 
No. Or maybe they were just hopped out of their mind that they didn't know they were jaded yet. Well, I don't know. That Christmas song McCartney wrote in the 70s. I don't think he was very jaded when he wrote that. <laughs> he was less jaded than that. Yeah, he was like a lot less jaded than anything. Um, oh, I hate that song. Yeah, I mean, well, that, yeah, that's, you know, compare this to simply having a wonderful Christmas time and, you know, and so this is Christmas. Yeah. Or what, Merry, happy Christmas War is over. Um, both of which, actually, when I when I mentioned we were doing covering this song, Ella, mm-hmm. my wife was like, "Oh yeah, that yeah, I know that Beatles Christmas song, you know." And, and she thought it was the John Lennon one first, and then she's like, "Oh wait, is it the one that goes?" And then it was the Paul McCartney one. I was like, no, <laughs> and then you served one. her divorce papers. <laughs> you know, I actually almost had the same exact conversation with my wife. As well, so. I thought you were going to say with my wife. My wife. I don't have wife. a wife. Way to rub it in, guys. <laughs> oh. Especially on Christmas Eve. Come on, guys. Oh. I'm alone. I was talking with our. You're the tiny Tim of this podcast. <laughs> it is weird that they did. They never really uh, did a, a Christmas album, or or at least a song, because this is literally the only one. And yeah. it seems like it. I mean, kind of. Still, everybody does them if they're massively successful, and like especially in that era, everyone, even if they weren't a band. Like everybody did a Christmas album because I've talked on my podcast before about the Three Stooges have a Christmas album. It's like why, and uh, the Beatles never did one. Kind of weird. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I mean that probably goes. You know, I think if they had done a Christmas album, that maybe their mystique might have been a little diminished a tiny bit. It seems like an artistic choice that, that yeah. works well in their favor in retrospect. Yeah. Well, because then they'd have right. to do a Hanukkah album. And then if they were still together when it came about, they'd have to do a Kwanzaa album. Right. So. And this was like, this was, you know, post Beatlemania. So I don't think they. Oh, this was, this was pretty much after yeah. the whole rush. This was like uh, 67. 67. Yeah, yeah 67. Okay. So it was in there so kind of. That, it was like, you know. You know, exploratory phase. Yeah. So it's like we've done enough. Yeah. I think if they were going to do one, they would have done one in like 63, 64, yeah. or somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, which then I guess it wouldn't be so. You wouldn't hold it against them. They did a lot of things in the early days that you wouldn't hold against them. Right. Yeah. Like a taste of honey. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, Kai, Kai, what was it? Cayenne. Yeah. Cayenne. That was the very early days. Man, like, we really that hated that them. song. I was yeah. looking back at my notes. That song launches itself on my iTunes for some reason <laughs> at work. i got to get rid of it. The highest rating for that was a 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so what do we think of this? Speaking of ratings, what do we think of this song? Oh, oh yes. Um, what did Alex say? All right, we got a Christmas note here from, from Alex. I found it in the stocking. <laughs> Alex uh, gave it four turtle doves. Oh, yeah. Four turtle doves. Oh, what, do you, what do you think, Adam? I was going to go with a three. I, you know, I feel it's a fun song. It goes mm-hmm. on for a while. But uh, my favorite uh, Christmas time song is... Uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, not this <laughs> right. one. Yeah, which comes up if you start searching. Christmas yeah, that's why I was here. like, yeah, wait, is this a cover of that? And it's it like a like, sequel Aw. to that. Yeah. Christmas Time is Here is the Charlie Brown song. Yeah. This is Christmas Time is Here again. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Tony, what do you think of Christmas Time is Here again? Um, yeah, that's. I'm kind of in the same boat with Adam. Like, it's it's definitely not a great song. I I want to love it, but... You know, because it's Beatles and it's Christmas, and uh, but it's just it's fine. It's it's so long and repetitive. That's what kind of kills it for me. If yeah. it was a lot shorter, I think I would I would like it a little more. So, but I don't know. I'd give it like a like a 
three and a half, I guess, maybe, just because of what it is, and it's two things that I love, so it gets kind of a little bit of a pass from me. Yeah. But it's def- it's definitely not great. Yeah, I, I I would fall in there too. I think I'm a three because just try trying to listen to the the full version kind of knocked it down a, a little bit in my book. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the. I feel like there's bits of it. You know, if they had done something, if they had gone a little bit further, they could have made it into a song that we all really liked. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if there's like a verse or something, or you know, <laughs> yeah. any, any kind of, uh, just give me something there. But, you know, it's, something it's of a, a nice solid structure. melody, but they just kind of repeat it ad nauseum. Yeah, so. it, it feels a little phoned in. Yeah, I mean, but I, but I do, you know, when it is Christmas, uh, uh, like now, when it's Christmas Eve, I'll certainly let this play. <laughs> yeah. John, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go uh, down to a two. Um, uh, I hate to say this in public, but I'm not. Uh, I hate Christmas. Uh, <gasps> it, I right, see you guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, Don't make me separate each. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that plus you know the song itself. Uh, yeah, I think mm. I need to go down to a two. Mm. But um, not terrible. You know, it'd be fun if if I had a holiday party and just played it on repeat. And see how right. long it took before people started stabbing each other. Right. That could be good. But um, yep, that's me too. Well, that's right. You're not. Uh, you were recently transformed into a Jew, so you're not. You're not a Christmas fan, right? Right, right. Yeah, I never really was a Christmas fan, but right. uh, okay. Yeah. Transformed. <laughs> it's like you found the mystical amulet. Yeah. Right. What is this glowing dreidel? Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch it. Um, all right. So we have mixed reviews there. You know. Christmas, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It was never, you know, uh, was not any album or anything, so it's easy to uh, easy to take lightly. But it's a good song for Christmas Eve. Let's all let's all uh, drink some eggnog and what have you. And coquito. Sorry. And drink some coquito. Man. Yes, let's drink some coquito. Uh, put out all the presents under the tree, and then in the morning we'll come out and say, "Come and get it," because that's what? the next song we're going to cover <laughs> on Friday. We'll be talking about "Come and Get It." By the Beatles. Enjoy your Christmas, everybody. Yeah, happy Christmas. Binge happy listen Christmas. to Feliz Navipod. Yeah, go listen yes. to Feliz Navipod. <laughs> For those of you who love Christmas. Yes. And yes. we'll see you on Friday. Woo! Bye. Hey, everyone. Alex Robinson here from Alphabetical. And I just want to wish all our listeners... Merry Crimble and a Happy New Year, and may all your wishes be granted. And thanks for listening to the show. We got a lot of great more songs coming up for you, so stay tuned. This is John from Alphabetical saying on behalf of Alphabetical, have a very happy Christmas and a good new year. To all the Mr. Kites, Uncle Alberts, Bungalow Bills, I'd like to wish you everything you wish yourself. Hi, this is Pete the Retailer. Hello, all the Alphabetical people out there. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, and have a happy new year. Hello, this is L. Adam speaking with his voice. We're all very happy to be able to talk to you like this on this little bit of MP3. This podcast reaches you at the end of a really gear year for us, and it's all due to you. So thanks for checking out Alphabetical. Have a happy Christmas, and Ringo forever.
when Christmas time is over and all your brownie mix is through, happy Fresno to you people and all the breast from me tissue and the beastie dragon mutton to the hair on me legs a strutting tooty root and McFeather to your arms fill spectre again.